Hello and welcome to The Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Baron. And I'm the Duchess. This is episode number 12. Oh, dang. Which means we've been doing this for nearly three months. Yeah. Happy 12-week mm. podcast. Yes, I think that's, <laughs> that's the official term. Yeah. No. Um, so if this is the first time listening, we are a husband and wife combo. Um used to be figure skaters and that's how we met yes very good ones <laughs> olympians <laughs> olympics different nationalities i think it was uh, the montreal 1982 winter olympics where we met yes wow you're aging us mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but no we we are actually married uh, not figure skaters um so we do this every friday night and we record it and then publish it on the monday um so i'm british and i'm american and we talk about the royals yeah you love the royals and i uh come along for the journey and i have some british info from time to time that does add some value Mm -hmm. um you can follow us on instagram where the majority of our content goes out which is dutch and baron uh that's the headline or the tag what do you call it The, the name yeah so a lot of the content, handle? That, a handle. That's it. <laughs> uh, a lot of the content that we talk about in here, we put as in different kind of visuals, and we also have a blog post as well on the Substack. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so we have a lot of different outlets. Have I missed anything? No. Nope. We have dabbled with the idea of doing um, more of a website and then having merchandise and stuff like that. I just don't know if there's enough interest in it, especially the coronation. So I reckon we could do a few cool. We, mm-hmm. we do have an Etsy store for other things, so maybe <laughs> we could bring it to there. Um, but like I said, we're on week 12, so going strong. We will be missing a week next week because it is the Duchess's 30th birthday, so we are going um, to Balmoral Castle for the week. <laughs> a little bit more tropical than that. Yes, yeah, Sandringham. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Do they have pebble beaches there? I don't think they have a beach. Oh, well, yeah. No, but we will be away. Uh, and then the week uh, after when we come back, uh, my stepbrothers uh, are in town. So we will be doing an episode. Our on first guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it would be like Prince William, but this is a letdown. Yeah. Um, Maybe he'll come on next time. Yes, I hear he's a big fan. Um, we'll be talking about the Irish perspective of the royal family mm-hmm. since he is uh, part Irish. And yeah. uh, studied history and politics as his degree. So um, very, what would you what do you call a specialist? Or when you have a, um, on court, they have a, like, what was a an Johnny expert? Depp? An, an expert. Um, an Irish expert? He'd love that. That would boost his ego. Like, no, no, what? <laughs> what do they call them? Like, when they had uh, Johnny Depp's? No, no, no. Like, an, an expert witness or an expert. Oh, yeah. Well, weren't they like doctors, like psychiatrists and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just call him an expert. Yeah. Irish expert. He'll love it. <laughs> He'll love it. We'll give him a song and everything. There you go. Um, so that's one to look forward to, but we will be uh, skipping a week, which mm-hmm. probably means we'll have a bumper one. Um, so what is on the agenda for today? Yeah. So first, we have a fun little game um, that I'm going to introduce to the Baron. We'll see how it is over the podcast. It might be better if you could... See us, but we'll see how it goes. Then we have our royal day in history. We will wrap up our royal events or royal engagements of the week, and then the Baron will talk about our royal topic. 
Sounds good. Um, yeah, and there will be a, a reel or a post that will follow the royal topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll be creating it, but I'll give you the stats. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm is it, is that it, coming out the day of the podcast on Monday? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Sometime before probably we go on vacation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, great. Yeah, so let's start with the game. So, Baron, have you played Who Am I? Yes. Okay, so we're going to play Who Am I, royal style. So it's uh, what you ask questions and you have to get in a certain amount of questions. Oh, I didn't know there's a certain amount of questions. I just thought you asked questions. And yeah, but you make it as a competition, so who gets in the fewest questions Okay, wins, okay, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got can 21 do that. questions, right? That's Yeah, sure. That's how it's it's the same. Yeah. Thing, right? yeah. We're going to make it ours. Okay. Okay, so I've asked myself and the Baron have written down a name, a royal name, a royal person on our sticky. Yep. And so we're going to pass that sticky to each other and you need to put it on your forehead. Oh. But you can't look at the sticky. Okay. Did you do it right? Well, you have more stickies if you need to write it down. No, no, I've done it right. Okay, okay. So, so you've just got to put this on your head. Yeah, and you put this on your forehead. Okay, I kind of saw, I could see, see the like writing in the light, but I didn't. Well, did okay. you see who it was? No, I hope this sticks. <laughs> it's not going to stick. So can we not just guess it? Yeah, we, yeah, we can. Okay, yeah, cool. It's just part of the game. I know okay, it is. You it's did just it. not. It's did you look at it? Oh my gosh! Accidentally, totally looked at it. <laughs> okay, do another one. Okay. Um, well, what? talk talk to the to the crowd while <laughs> I'm hiding. Keep them warm. Do a dance. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll make this competitive. Um, later, we'll be talking about the news about Kate and Will's what they've been doing with the roles out and about. Um, for for the record, the the Duchess had gone for Meghan Markle, um, which I thought it was gonna be a good one. I was interested in it because I was like, I looked at doing Meghan Markle, but I, I'm surprised. I thought you were gonna say, well, that's not a member of the royal family, so that's why I didn't. No, I thought it would be good. Okay, we ha- we have another one. Okay, okay. So obviously, don't look at it. I won't did look I at mine. Did I filibust long enough? Yes, yes, you did. Okay, who gets first question? You. Oh, do we do it back and forth? Yeah, I think so. Why not? Well, I, I thought that... Okay, be, well, we could do it one at a time. I guess the Baron's making the rules, everyone. Okay, w- would you like to do it back and forth? I, we, we can do it either way. <laughs> I'm just thinking for flow. Okay. Well, would you like to go first? I'm going to guess yours. Yes. Okay. Um, are they are they male? No. Okay. It's one question. <coughs> are they alive? No. Ooh. Two questions. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, that was too easy. All right, my your turn. Oh, Meghan Markle would have been good. That was a bust. Okay. Well, I am a very good investigator, oh, so let's see. Whatever. You've got uh, okay three it, to be. <laughs> are they? Are they just guess alive? No. Is it a man? Yes. Is it Prince Philip? Well, you've got it. Turn it over. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, that... Do you want to do a tiebreaker? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Do you want okay. to do another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that one was going to go longer. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, let's maybe... Should we not do... 
I'm trying to think what will make this harder. Maybe like. Okay. No, no, I, I, I've got good. No, just just write one down. Okay, fine. You got yours? Yes. Okay, I, I will do. slide it across the table. Okay, I will slide that one. Okay, do I get to go first this sure. time? Okay, are they alive? No. Again, no. Okay. Are they a woman? No. Were they a monarch? Were they king? Yes. Ooh. Good questions. Is it King George the Sixth? Yes, it's oh, King George. It's very well done. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, I guess so I, I got in three, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is morbid. Are they alive? Yes. Ah. Yeah. First, first live one we yeah, have. First one body. Um, is it a, a female? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So how many did you get? So I've got I got one. it in three. I got he was a man. He was dead. And he so was a I've king. got one more question and then a guess to tie. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, dang it! Um, we need to play like the countdown song. Are they above fifty years old? Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to guess. Okay. Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Because um, okay. I was just thinking, I was like, where would you go? I feel like next time we play this, maybe we can't ask if they're alive or if they're a man or a woman. I feel like that gives a lot away. But yeah, I mean, that's it. You want to you split the difference as much as you can. I guess so. Well, look at look at us. We both know. Some things mm. about the royal family. I mean, well, we just, just know how each other's mind works. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. okay. Well, that was fun. Well, that was our game of the week. We're, we're trying it out. And that's so. the end of the podcast. That's all we had. <laughs> now, so the next one we'll do is our royal day in history, or as other people know it as on this day in history. So we are recording today on Friday, March 24th. So... Our Royal Day in History actually took place in 1603. Can you guess what it is, Baron? 1603. Jeez. Um, oh, Last episode of Friends. Wow. Wow. Maybe like uh, <laughs> archaic Friends. Um, I'm going to say something to do with like Oliver Cromwell. No, not quite. Okay, what was it? Um, yeah, so on March 24th, 1603 was the death of Queen Elizabeth I of England in Surrey, and now she's buried at Westminster Abbey in London, but she was the last monarch of the House of Tudor. She became queen at the age of 25 and reigned for 44 years. As we know, her reign was called the Elizabethan Age. The Church of England took its final form, a middle path between Catholicism and Reform protestantism and and as we know she was before wasn't it before our current or queen elizabeth ii she was the longest no that was queen victoria mm. um but yeah so, the redhead 
Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm, so and then it's something to do with Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah, yeah, we talked about her before. Yeah. So she died today in 1603. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, at the age of 69. So. Yeah. So I mean, I can the magic number. <laughs> Um, I can tell you a little bit more about her reign. So the Church of England, William Shakespeare created numerous works. Modern science had its birth based upon Francis Bacon's inductive method for scientific inquiry. Francis Drake sailed around the world and the first colony in America was founded and named Virginia in honor of Elizabeth the Virgin Queen. Oh. Which was her? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I don't anybody think she... from Virginia, they're named after a sexual status. <laughs> the state is yeah. a sexual status, yes. sexually active, inactive, or never had it. It's like a box. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you put it that way, yeah. So if that's the, could you have, like, <laughs> I'm trying to think with, with like, like, Horish for both male and female. Like, where are you from? Uh, Tucson, Horish. I don't know, <laughs> but um, so her parents were King Henry the Eighth and Anne Boleyn. Oh, Anne Boleyn was her mother. And I still can't get over that. I've always known that that side of those some of those states are relating to. Yeah, it's after her. Well, next time we status. go to Virginia, we'll say Elizabeth or sexual the Virgin experience. Queen. Ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, so that is our Royal Day in History. Okay. So next we have our Royal That was event. a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like our the last few weeks have just been like about recent royals and kind of what's been going on for a while now, for a few years. So so this one was good to kind of take it back again. And I mean, she was the last monarch of the Tudors. So, I mean, I think that's pretty big. Um, I don't know if you know this. Did did she ever go to the Americas? I'm guessing not. I don't think so. Um, I can try and find out. Because you know, it's like if you, you don't have photo. So she granted royal permission to two Englishmen to colonize America. Um, but you know, like there's no pictures. There's no satellite evidence. Yeah. People could, and then say, oh, here are some spices and furs that we brought back. Yeah. Oh, and this is a map. People could just be making up, like, just we just give us money, and they go over to Ireland and say, oh, this is a bit of badger fur, and here are some coriander. You, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, I don't think she ever did. Um, I don't know. I don't think she did either. Yeah. She just saw... Yeah, I think she oversaw them and obviously said you can colonize America. So it was the start of that. Wow, okay. Yeah, craziness. Okay, so our royal events of the week. So we are going to start off with the Princess of Wales. Yes. Um, And I guess, uh, <laughs> so we woke up on Sunday, so uh, people that aren't familiar with when the U.S. Mother's Day is, it's different than the U.K. Um, ours is in May. Um, but last Sunday was Mothering Sunday or Mother's Day in the UK. Um, and, and, and I woke up and saw it, I think, on social media. And I, I told the Baron, I was like, hey, it's Mother's Day. You should probably tell 
Your mother, happy Mother's Day. He forgets every year. There's no signs. There's no commercials. Well, yeah, not here. But, um, yeah, so um, it was Mothering Sunday, and uh, Prince or the Prince and Princess of Wales social media actually released a new photo of her and her children. Let me get it up so the Baron can see it. Um, so it's her, excuse me, it's her Prince George, Princess Charlotte, and Prince Louis. And um, it looks like it's from the same shoot as their Christmas photos, but they're like, they're in a little tree. I don't know. It's a really cute photo. And then after she has a photo with her and Prince Louis, who is the youngest child. But you can swipe through. That's nice. Yeah. What do you think that is? Oak? Sure. That is a really good picture. Her hair looks so good. Really? Yeah. Do you not agree? <laughs> I mean, it's I think it looks good. Um, and then there's another photo, which I know a lot of people thought was reminiscent of one of her previous photos with Prince Louis when he was younger. I believe it was at his christening, um, but she's kind of holding him the same way. Obviously, he was a baby at that time, so he's a lot smaller. But so it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful family. Yeah. yeah, it's just a really sweet photo. And then also the royal family... Um, socials uh released up some pictures as well and i'm going to show the baron those two and ones of queen elizabeth and um queen elizabeth and king charles and then one of the queen consort with her mother and those are really sweet oh yeah yeah I, I you scroll yes yeah because the next one's the queen consort and her mother and i don't think we see as many photos obviously of her and kind of her family as we do the king and, and his family. So those are just really sweet. Yeah, she hasn't changed a bit, has she really? No. Yeah, interesting. So yeah. Well, have a look at the the site. Oh wait, that's is that on our site? No, this is the royal family. Oh, this is oh that, the okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's where they released it. So it's the official royal family social media account. Um, so yeah, so that was really sweet. So happy late Mother's Day to all the mothers that were celebrating in the UK. Um, nice, nice yeah. shout out. Yeah. Uh, so the next one was we also saw the Princess of Wales out this week. And she basically was launching a new task, for- task force to promote her early years campaign. Um and she, so basically she hosted like the first inaugural meeting for this business task force. Um, and she invited, there's multiple companies there, big companies that are worth tens of billions of pounds. So it was at NatWest. Um, is that a bank? Yeah. It's, okay. It's um, a bank. It w- short for Natalie West, the founder. Oh, okay. That would be a nice like singer name. No, nah, I'm kidding. It's, I think. Oh, I was like, like Kanye West. They were like. <laughs> But um, so 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 the meeting actually took place at NatWest headquarters in the city of London. Other companies that were part of it were Deloitte, IKEA, the Lego Group. Um, so they were all at the, this round table where she launched her new business task force for early childhood. So um, if you're familiar, earlier, yeah, earlier this year, she launched her Shaping Us campaign 
focused on early childhood development and the importance of that and how critical those young years are. And so now she's working, she's kind of taking that to a business level to get businesses to play a role within society, you know, with their reach of their employees and consumers and wider community. They can they can have an involvement in that and then have an impact on those younger generations and the importance of childhood. Um, there's some, you know, we have a little clip of her speaking that we'll play in a second. Um, but there were some really good videos and photos that came out of it. Um, and she looked very business-like. She wore an Alexander McQueen. Uh, it was like a off-white. Buddy. Off-white jacket. I mean, she was very like business, like Did you say it's woman. cream. It's cream um, and off-white the same thing. There were there were obviously always on Twitter and social media. There were people like, "Oh, is she now changing her style to match like Meghan Markle's?" Because I, I I don't know. I mean, to me, it's a it's a business. It's a woman business attire, but yeah, looks good. But yeah, yeah. And so we're gonna play the clip here now. I believe, therefore, that we need two things to really transform society for generations to come. The first is to prioritise creating working environments that provide and support the training your workforce needs to cultivate and maintain its own social and emotional well-being. This will benefit them personally and professionally, as well as creating a better working culture within your organisations. The second is a more concentrated effort in supporting the social and emotional development of our youngest children. Because as with most human development, the key time to build these social and emotional skills in the first place is in the first five years. What was the first one? The first what? What was the first thing she said? There's, there's two priorities. I got the second one. Let's just play it again for a second, because I, I couldn't so. figure that out, what I she's actually wanting. I believe, therefore, that we need two things to really transform society for generations to come. The first is to prioritise creating working environments that provide and support the training your workforce needs to cultivate and maintain its own social and emotional well-being. So social and emotional well-being. Well-being, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, based on that clip, I th- I think she does a really good job tying it back to them, right? Because at the end of the day, business is business, right? So if they invest in this, then these people will eventually work for them and, and, and make that impact within their companies. Yeah, it's interesting. So I was thinking about this. So um, the CEO of NatWest, Natalie Westbank. <laughs> what, is it, what is it actually short for? Uh, Anything? Is, is National Westminster Bank. Oh, okay. But I did have to... Uh, Google that. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems and, it's, it's I, I, a big bank, right? Yeah, it's 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 a okay. it's a big bank. So so they're in the city, or she's in the city, which is like um, Wall Street of yeah. London, yeah. which is doing this. And the CEO of NetWest is uh, Alison uh, Rose, um, who is actually Dame Alison Rose. Okay. Um, so she's been damed. <laughs> And I would, okay, I don't know, there's a video of Catherine first getting there, and there's a woman greeting her, and I don't know if it's the CEO or someone else. She's blonde. Yes, and she does a little curtsy. Yeah, that's her. Okay, I was like, I was like, that is a good curtsy. Going back to 
always, Meghan Markle couldn't do that curtsy. It's like just quick, quick and quick into it. I don't know. She did a very good job. Yeah, she she nailed the curtsy. <laughs> um, but interesting um, because if she has, because she's been Dame, mm-hmm. that um, it is a connection to to the royals because she'll have been. So Dane. are you saying could it be a like conflict of interest? No. Oh. No, no, I'm oh, just saying okay. it's, it's, it's another point of connection. Yeah. Connect, you know, yeah. it's just like uh, she already has some connection with the royal yeah. family, so it's yeah. not like probably the first time that she's met them. Um, so it's interesting. So looking at these from my business hat on is you have CEOs. I think there was like Iceland there, Lego. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deloitte. Was Deloitte Ikea. There. Okay. So you have these companies. And actually, so not small companies. They're listening to, hey, it was obviously a very um, nice, hardworking person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say like limited business knowledge. She hasn't probably, she hasn't, she might have an organization mm-hmm. or charities, but she's never run mm-hmm. a profitable company in, in the way that. Um, well, her mom did. They, yeah. So, so I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, but you I know, mean, but yes, herself. She yeah. hasn't. Yes. In a way where. And if she did, it probably would do really well because it's her that's running it. She'd probably use a name when she should, you know, if, yeah. if you have something like that, you'd want to use. Yeah. Like, well, I don't think look, she's allowed to. No, no, no. But I mean, if you look at the Kardashians and so, yeah, you, you're probably damn right. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to use her yeah. name. Or to, but um, Unless she pulled up Meghan and Harry. Yeah, exactly. Well, ex- exactly. That, that, I mean, that's it, the best it'll be interesting to see, you know, they've been saying Meghan Markle's TIG, her like yeah. lifestyle, social media brand, I guess you call them. Um, is coming back, so, and obviously she's going to use her name, and I'm sure she'll use the royal family's name and stuff, because when do they not? Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how well that company does, because, I mean, I know they have Archwell, but I think that's a bit different. They're not, like, you know, they're working more with, like... Well, so you said that, but um, didn't Prince uh, Edward have Arden? Yeah, he did, but then I think he had to step down, because then he came back to... More of the royal okay. fold and stuff. So anyway, the um, point being is, how do you think all these CEOs who have been in you know the industry for decades take us take this these not her seriously, but take these suggestions seriously when no experience in kind of running out? I mean, it's exposure, right? So they're well, that, probably like, yeah, it's, I will it's, meet with uh, the Princess of Wales and we will be part of her task workforce. It's and branding. Yeah. It's just branding, right? It's just yeah. uh, by proxy branding to, okay, we'll support, you will throw some money at it. Yeah, and, and these kinds of companies, right, they have the resources and stuff to, you know, support some of, you know, su- support this kind of cause. Because big companies like this, they, they support various, you know, causes and different charities and stuff um, every year. I'm not saying this isn't a charity, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they have different areas that, that they do support in this way. So, she, I mean, so the two things that she said, create a, a work environment that's socially, um, that focuses on the social and emotional well-being of the um, employee. Mm-hmm. For me, this is... People take the piss. We've we've seen this in our industry. Yeah. Which is technology and, and Elon Musk kind of coming into Twitter where I was like, okay. And even and we just watched a South Park episode on where they were joking about this, like nobody's working because But she comes at it like 
she's not working at a company like she's looking at this as a from a very high level right and she probably is trying to believe the best of people and 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 think they're not going to take advantage and and things like that she yeah so yeah i mean look she she doesn't have a day-to-day like she doesn't i've seen it's like if you've with a little bit of experience of being in industry if if, if you're in a place that you don't like i mean you you've worked for a company we won't use names that you didn't like the culture there so you left mm-hmm. but so, not everyone has that option right to just leave some more that they don't like uh, if they're in russia or north korea no but i mean you know no there, I mean, there can be other factors sure that go into there's, there's it. so yeah i, I know I, I mean i know i'm being facetious there but um the mid the vast vast majority Unless you're in a small little town where there's not much opportunity, th- there is other place. So I, 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 it's not a bad idea. I just feel that that's kind of like, yeah, well that that makes sense. We're not all like kind of Scrooge where we're just not keeping coals on the fire. It's it's not Dickensian times. And two, um, probably more. Obviously, I agree with this one, but supporting uh, emotional development. Of mm-hmm. that, I mean that that makes. I I, I strongly believe in especially from a US piece, that you have to start at the uh, the kids to change now. So a lot of the stuff that companies are trying to solve for now, mm-hmm. whether it's D&I and all that, stems because you haven't got the infrastructure sorted at the beginning, and that's just going to repeat the process. Mm-hmm. So I would, I'd be like, I'd, I'd flip it in terms of how she delivers it. Whoever a PR person was, I'd say, okay, start with this, even just chronologically. Mm-hmm. You start with when they're young, and then when they get into the workforce, you have yeah. that. So, because that was when just kind of analyzing that. Um, but the yeah. first one's just—I I I feel the first one goes without saying. The second one, she probably should have put more in, or just just talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is a good step. And again, you know, I don't know the royal family. It is a bit of a weird situation because again, they. It, They can't push agendas. They can't really push policies or anything like this. Um, (coughs) So, I don't know. We'll see. But, no, I I, I think it's the right right direction. Her heart's in the right place. Um, So, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's probably quite intimidating for her. um, Oh, yeah. Speaking in front of a lot of people like that. Um, Yeah, CEOs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what's next. Okay, so the next we're going to go to the Prince of Wales. And we are going to get into the sports section first. Um, So, which is the Baron's favorite. Um, So, as we've kind of talked before, um, Prince William and Harry Kane seem to have... Harry Kane? Harry Kane. Oh, you said Harry Kane. Oh, so we actually are talking about Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry Kane. I thought you said that by mistake. they, They seem to have... I mean, I'm not going to say, like, close relationship, but, you know, they've, uh, uh, Prince William seems to always support, you know, the England team and stuff. I know that was a controversy before, but we've seen pictures with him and Harry Kane. Um, so, recently, the Prince and Princess of Wales, you know, Twitter, social media, has congratulated, um, Harry Kane on, um, a record that he did. Uh, well, I'm trying to see Baron. Do you know what this record is? Like, what did Harry Kane do? He broke Wayne Rooney's England goal scoring record on Thursday night. Oh, look at that! How many? Um, what's the record now? Let's see if you know that. Um, 
50, I think it's 54. That's right. Right. Yeah. So he's uh, the record goal scorer for both England and club side Tottenham. So look at, so the Baron does know his sports. (laughs) (laughs) So I watched the, the highlights of the game Thursday night on my phone while our daughter was, well, actually I watched it with her, tried because she kept on trying to put on Coco Melon or something. (laughs) I was like, don't touch my screen. And, um, and I'd kind of managed to go throughout the day without seeing it, seeing the score. Oh, um, except for I saw something in the WhatsApp from my friends group thinking I was like, oh, if I read into that. Um, but they beat Italy in um, a qualification to get to the major tournaments. Like it's they'll play them twice in the next two years. But it's the first time that England have beaten Italy in Italy. Since uh, 1961. Wow. But the Italians were pissed. Yeah, well, that was kind of what the point that my, my friend said it was like um, they get a little stabby in Italy when things <laughs> don't go the way, especially good. in Naples, um, especially when it comes to soccer. They're very uh, fanatic. I didn't it. know they were like known to be very good at soccer. England or Italy? Italy. Oh, Italy have won the World Cup. Um mm. Two times since Wait, I've been Wait, so alive. is this for like the next World Cup and like, didn't wasn't there just a World Cup? No, no, this is for the Euros. Oh, okay. So okay. Italy beat England in that last Euro final, remember, oh. that we watched? Were we at the... The Cigar Lounge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so it was, cool. it was really good. And from what I saw, the England played really, really well. So yeah, good. happy for Harry Kane. Good. Yeah. Well, the Prince and Princess of Wales are and happy for And also Harry Kane too. missed, he said there's a bit of serendipity because he missed the penalty in the World Cup. Yeah. That would have seen them not necessarily through, but would have kept their game alive. And yeah. he broke it with a penalty. Yeah. The record. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, congrats to Harry Kane if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. This is the second time I think we've mentioned him. So yeah. Maybe. And if you are listening. Send me a signed shirt, I'll wear it. <laughs> I won't wear it, I will frame it, and I wouldn't sell it. And we'll post it. That's what we got. What we'll, oh, we'll post it on the, the yes, chat, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we're not going to pay for postage. You, you can tell who's in charge of the Insta account. Anyways, um, yeah, so congratulations to Harry Kane. So along with going with the Prince of Wales, he also had a surprise visit. Um, this is kind of a big deal, but he had a surprise visit to Poland, a two-day surprise visit there. Oh, wait. I actually have another fact on oh. Harry Kane. Oh, okay. So um, there's a guy that I play soccer with on Wednesday nights, sorry, Tuesday nights here in uh, Arizona, and uh, his brother um, does the security for <laughs> Harry Kane. Oh, so was he in Poland this last? Oh, wait. Harry Kane. Oh, Harry Kane. Sorry, sorry. Oh. But yeah, he works for uh, a big UK security firm that's over here and his brother. Well, maybe he should get you a signed jersey from Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. sure That's that's top of his list. (laughs) Come on, Harry. Yeah, but it was interesting. He was telling me um, they have uh, shifts uh, kind Mm -hmm. of on and off because a lot of uh, soccer players get uh, robbed in the UK. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it happens uh, a decent amount. Do they not like? Well, like here, like I feel like if you're like an NFL player, you have like a gay security guard. I don't uh, know. A lot of them have dogs, like have um, big security dogs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, 
relatively recently there's they're usually held at knife uh knife point and stuff like that it's but it's usually the foreign players not the Oh, English it's by ones. other players? No, 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 no. It's a foreign <laughs> players that get Robbed. targeted. Oh. Because I don't think they've either paid for security or oh. they have the dogs. That's crazy. Or the break-ins happen when they're not. But yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's a decent amount. Uh. Anyway, a little, little fact for you there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he has security. Does yeah. he have any dogs? What's the degrees of separation? Is it six degrees of separation yeah. from everybody? Well, that for me to Harry's? Yeah. Hey, it's a single digits. Take it. Yeah. Does he have any dogs? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got um, a Rottweiler. Oh, okay. What a mess with that. No. no. Just one. Yeah, he, he was on a, an Instagram post, like a famous guy that trains dogs, like security dogs, um, for uh, professional athletes and mm. celebrities. Oh, nice. That's cool. Okay. Should we go on to, the po- sure, to sure. Poland? And after this, is this the last... This is the last Prince of Wales. Okay, because uh, I'm getting a little yeah. low on the drink. Well, well, we'll cover Poland and then and then we'll take a little break. Um, so yeah, so the Prince of Wales had a surprise visit. He had a two-day trip to Poland. Um, and it was a surprise visit of security, right? Um, they couldn't tell anyone. Even if when you saw pictures of him there, he literally has a circle of security around him. Like, just because I think the threats that could be made... It's very close to what's going on, you know, Ukraine and things like that. So um, very tight-lipped, and even when he was there, security everywhere. Um, So, yeah, so he went there. um, He met with British and Polish troops that are are involved in the war in Ukraine that are supporting Ukraine. Um, The city that he went to was, like, basically right on the border there. So to thank British and Polish troops, um, there's a lot of pictures on social media and stuff. You can see there, but we do have a clip, just a short clip of the Prince of, of Wales coming close to the Ukrainian border and a secret visit to Zhezhov. It's where many Western weapons arrive before being moved into Ukraine. And these are the British troops based there. Just a big thank you for what you do on a day to day basis. You're doing a really important job out here and defending our freedoms is really important. Improm- um. I didn't mean to press it. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was it's just, okay. I was just hovering it's okay. You got right to the point. <laughs> these buttons are very sensitive. Um, yeah. So he went there to obviously you can hear him thanking them. Um, and I and then and I think I'll go through basically what else he did there, um, and then we'll kind of come back and kind of recap and talk about it because I think this is a very big step for William and kind of the image that. He's kind of starting with this trip, but I'm going to go through what else what else he did, and then and then we'll get to that. So in the evening, he uh, had his first engagement in Warsaw when he visited an accommodation center, which is currently housing around 300 Ukrainian women and children who have fled the country and are currently less integrated into Polish communities. So yeah, so he has pictures with children, women, and and they're just really sweet. And here. I'll let the, the well. I'm sure like, I've, I've seen some of these stuff, and I'm just sure he um, imagines his own family in these situations. I think anybody would, right? You go into this situation where it's like firsthand, yeah. kind of be um, what? What's the term um, when you're, you know, your country is war struck? You're refugees, basically. I mean, like, what's mm-hmm. the, um, the, the, the they use the the term quite a lot in the correspondence of the war. Um, I can't think of it. D. It's like 
displace 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 maybe yeah yeah so it's just really sweet um and then that night so this is in this article but that night he um went to dinner he got a seven pound fifty seven fifty not pound sorry euros yeah um he he got with some of i think his palace members that work for him at an lgbt um restaurant or lgbt i guess support supported restaurant um I don't, I don't know the owned maybe owned yeah, um, but it is a very big deal because I think in Poland that's not as accepted no. as it is in like the UK and stuff. So I mean, obviously, you know that wasn't a PR. It wasn't. Stunt. Well, I mean, he Do you went. Think it wasn't? I don't. <laughs> he went, and obviously people got pictures, but there wasn't like a, a royal photographer there like capturing pictures of him, right? So whether it was or was not, he didn't, you know. There's not pictures on the royal family website yeah, about it's, it. Okay. It's, it's brave of him. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, like, some of me and my friends spent uh, four years, four summers in Serbia, mm-hmm. um, where we went to a music festival there. Serbia's closer to Poland in how they see um, uh, the, the gay community. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're very against it. Mm-hmm. So, one of my friends... Uh, was and you probably can guess which one well one of two was was dressed up as a as a woman on one of the nights because um, I think it was a certain theme mm-hmm. and he got spat on on the street twice as oh he was my walking goodness. <laughs> so this is Serbia that's but, horrible but yeah, Poland, but Poland is, sim- sim- is somewhere has in the a way. similar piece the same in like Hungary and yeah. um, stuff like that so you know, a lot of homophobia yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So it, it's, I mean, it, he's it's, making a statement, right? He, in a way is. that, you know, <laughs> obviously the royal family cannot outright, you know, say things. But obviously by going there supporting that, he's making a statement. And I know I, I kind of... It, it's, it's not, sorry, and, and it's not like uh, the Middle East. It's not like when they, they do F1 in like Bahrain and um, Saudi Arabia and places like that where you know, you can get put in jail mm-hmm. or like in Qatar with the World Cup where, mm-hmm. um, again, you, you're jailed for, for being gay mm-hmm. um, or homosexual. You know, it, it's not to that level. There's not there's no crime. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't... I could be wrong, but I don't think it's marriage is legalised there. In Poland? I, I, yeah, I could be wrong. Um, I can I can look it up. But, but it, it's a big statement. It's definitely Eastern Europe is a different outlook on it yeah um i'm trying to see i'm not okay so they do not legally recognize same-sex unions either in the form of marriage or civil unions yeah that's what it says in, in poland on wikipedia so yeah um yeah well and then so kind of going along that after i read that i kind of looked a bit more into it um and uh, the Prince of Wales, he said, like, LGBT um, members work for him. Not, like, people who were in the LGBT community work for him and stuff like that. So, I think... He's supporting he, he, them. He, he, he ha- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, that was day one. On day two, the prince laid a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier in Warsaw's... Sorry if I butcher the name. Pilsudski Square? I think that's it. Let's let's have a look. Pilsudski. I, I, I need you to to, oh. to just bring it down a little bit, honey. I still can't see it. Oh. 
No, the the, the screen just. Oh, okay. Pilsudski. Yeah, yeah. Square, a monument dedicated to Polish soldiers who have lost their lives in conflict. And then it says Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth and the late Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, laid a wreath at the same tomb during their visit to Poland in 1996. So a nice little, I don't know, full circle yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then he traveled to the presidential palace for a meeting with the president of Poland where he expressed his thanks to the Polish people for their ongoing generosity and hospitality. Um, and then, so the last thing that he did, he concluded the visit, wait, the trip concluded with a visit to the Hala, sorry if I butchered this name, to Hala Koziki Food Hall. Where are, you, where are you looking here? Right here. Hala Koziki Food Hall, where he spoke to young Ukrainian refugees who since fleeing Ukraine have settled in Warsaw and have found employment or are continuing their studies. Yeah, I do. Yeah, good effort. Yeah, so um, yeah, so two day visit, um, lots of stuff there. But um, we'll quickly talk about. I don't know, um, Baron, your thoughts on just this image? Not an image because I don't want to make it sound like that. But um, I don't know. He's going to. He he's he's becoming. I don't know. A lot of people are saying his image is changing just because going to something. As serious as this and supporting, obviously, Ukraine and, and, and all of these different, you know, not beliefs, but um, he's supporting this, which the royal family is not supposed to do, but obviously the UK and stuff has supported Ukraine, so it makes sense. But by him kind of becoming, not a diplomat, but he's the one kind of going, representing the royal family to Poland, saying yeah, yeah. thank you and, and, and things like that, it is... It's obviously not a political figure because he's not making decisions, but right, it's kind of like... Well, it's the publics, the, the people that will follow. If he's a, a, a believer of it, then... Mm-hmm. It exactly. They, I think I, I read somewhere, it was like soft political, a soft political play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. It was interesting, Putin was in um, Mariupol in Ukraine on a surprise visit. mm in Ukraine, which wasn't too long ago, wow, which is strange because I, I I'm interested in whether they had intel that it was going there. Yeah, because if they did, yeah. I I don't know what I don't know. If I don't know. Well, I, well, I've seen things. Um, I I think there's an event. I should know the name of this. Um, going um, happening in South Africa in August. Um, so I know there, there was an article I read that was like questioning like. If Putin shows up, do they arrest? Like, will they arrest him? It's like, well, um, yeah, crazy times. But um, <coughs> we will take a little breather, and we will come back with more royal events. Nice. All right, we're back. Yeah. So going with uh, more royal events. So yesterday was March twenty third, and it was Princess Eugenie's birthday, and she turned thirty three. Oh. Yeah, which is that that's the one that you went to college with, correct, Baron? Yes. Okay, yeah. So um that's exciting. She did post this photo on Mother's Day and people are saying that it looks exactly like Archie and Lilibet, which I mean, I don't know. Um, what do you think? So people are saying that her son 
August looks exactly like Archie in a little bit. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I know. I see it. They're cousins, right? They're like second cousins. It's a, a nice. A nice snow, morning. snowy morning. Well, that's not snow. That's just frost. Oh. Oh. Well, that's, that stinks. That's, I mean, it's very pretty. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a nice photo, though. Yeah, so she posted that on Mother's Day, and we obviously know that she has her second on the way that she's having this summer. Um, Okay, so, and then the next one is about the king-queen consort. So they were supposed to have their first state visit, first visit France and then Germany, starting on Sunday, March 26th, I think, right? March 26th, um, but due to, I guess, in France, they have raised the, like, basically retirement age, so there's a lot of protests, um, and this is where the king was going to first, the king-queen concert was going to first visit, have their first international state vis- visit, they were going to go to Versailles for, like, a banquet and everything there, um, so, so it was a pretty big deal, but, um, it's interesting, like, this morning, Buckingham Palace has been, like, they're still going, even with the protests, and then the French government was the one that was actually, like, no, it's actually been postponed due to the protests, um, so there, you know, there's been, like, back and forth on social media that's, like, well, you know, Buckingham Palace, they probably wanted kind of the PR and, and all that good stuff from the trip, even though it was probably dangerous, and then France knowing how I think their protests can get a bit crazy, knew that it was a big risk to have them there. Yeah. Yeah. So they're still well, going. Also, they probably didn't want that show. They didn't want them to see that this is oh, their yeah. country. Yeah. Well, I think it's I, probably more this bit embarrassment. Yeah. Well, I think I read something, and I don't know if this is 100% true, but I think it is, um, that at Versailles there was like a, a group of people um, – that had like bread that actually like dethroned a king because they were like upset about something. And I know, I know that's very vague. Um, but yeah, I was like, well, that if that's true, that's crazy that they could dethrone a king with like just, I mean, I'm sure they had some like big loaves of bread, but what? it's crazy. Like a statue? What? Dethroned a king? Yeah. In like the history? In history? What? <laughs> I read Are you talking that. about a statue? No, like a king. A, a king. Like they killed a king with bread. No, no. I don't think they killed him. They like, let me find it again. Hold on. Take your wine away. <laughs> um, talk again to our... Uh, Filibust? Yeah. Depends what kind of bread it was. Like rock bread, hedgehog bread. <laughs> Standard French baguette. Women's March on Versailles. Yeah. Okay. Also known as the October March. Let's see. One of the most significant events of the French Revolution. So they're writing over a high. Let me make. Let me read this. To make sure this is the same one. Okay, I mean, I guess not necessarily dethroned, but here, okay, I'll, 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 read, I'll read the Wikipedia for it. Um, so the market, so this is over the high price of bread 
the market women and their allies ultimately grew into a mob of thousands, encouraged by revolutionary, and this is the beginning of the French Revolution, encouraged by revolutionary agitators, they ransacked the city armory for weapons and marched on the Palace of Versailles. The crowd besieged the palace, and in a dramatic and violent confrontation, they successfully pressed their demands upon, upon King Louis. Mm. The next day, the crowd forced the king, his family, and most of the French embassy to return with them to Paris. So, I mean, I guess they got weapons, too. But <laughs> the post that I saw was like, oh, they just had bread, and they... they, they you thought they beheaded somebody no, with no, sharp no, bread. No, I don't. I didn't think they beheaded someone. I just I just thought they, like, dethron- you know, like they got them yeah, off the throne. them with bread. Yeah, not Throwing like... Throwing bread rolls Not them. killing them. Get off your throne or I'll throw a baguette at your head. Ooh. Not killing them, but yeah, I mean, that's so pretty crazy. Hey, bread will make you crazy. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, but going back to their state visit, so they're, the fr- France has been postponed, but they will still go to Germany. Um, that state visit is still taking place, and that will start on March twenty. Ninth, and then it is said that maybe the French state visit will happen in the summer. Um, so yeah, so we have some, we'll see them in Germany next week. Will we? Are we going to Germany next week? Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> see. Actually, we're going to be on vacation then. Um, but I'll probably still see them in Germany. Eh, okay, um, yeah, that wraps up our royal events of the week. All right, what's next? Is it me? Yep, yep. Okay. So we're finishing up with this, right? Is that what usually happens? Yeah, it's a real topic. It's our, it's our last shindig. Okay. So we've we've touched on this uh, a little bit, and you did a poll um, on um, what people would want to know about. Like you did weddings and... Oh, for our next series on the blog post. Oh, is that what it was? And residences and stuff like that? Yeah, so our options were... Like royal couples and weddings, royal residences, or something else. And we actually got like a 50-50 on residences and weddings, which actually, which didn't really help my decision on which one to do, but the Baron chose residences. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to touch on that, um, which, but I, I did want to talk firstly about the, uh, we, we've touched multiple times on, on the, the finances, and this is where I think mm-hmm. we should do a, a blog post, but also a um, a reel on using Canva. On is is that our sponsor for the day? It can be Canva, can be our sponsor. Yeah, I like Canva; they're very good, great, great product. I think it's an Australian company. Um, so uh, just breaking down some of the the numbers, um, and just really looking where people say, "Oh, we need to get rid of the monarchy and stuff like this." This really changes, not that I would vote for it, because I know that it brings them in tourism, but just looking at these numbers alone, like, nah, you can't get them rid of them. can't get rid of them. So, um, you know, spitball with me, uh, how much do you think, and I I know you said, yeah, you might actually get this number if you think about um, what we've talked about before. How much does the the taxpayers pay to the um, royal family each year? Well, I know it was like, wasn't it like a dollar seventy five per person or something? Yeah. So we how many people are in the UK? Uh, Sixty million. Okay. 
So it's it's just shy of seventy million pounds. Okay. Uh, a year. So what's mm-hmm. that like? Eighty five ninety dollars. Uh, Eighty five ninety million dollars. Is that still the same or almost like parity? Yeah. Well, it, it's changed, but so it's yeah, probably like eighty eighty million dollars or something like that. Um. So. Guess how much? Maybe we have talked about that. I, feel I like. mean, I think they've definitely brought in more than like a hundred million a year. I would say. Well, With guess, tourism, guess hundred twenty. One point eight billion pounds. Oh so my about god! Two point one was not close. But what I thought was really interesting. So I mean, some of these stats are. This one's a really good one. So 30% of all tourists that visited the UK, and this is on, based on 2019 figures, said the royal family was a factor in their decision to travel. So one in three people are coming to the UK because of seeing something to do with the royal family or, or the yeah. British history. I mean, that's why friends went. Yeah. Nice. Even, no, but I mean, if you think about all these American shows or the... I mean, even Peppa Pig does something on the Queen, but I know I think that's an. Well, I mean, that's a British show. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, um, yeah friends went there, um, but if you when we went, when you weren't as into the Royals or even into the Royals, we did the Tower of London. Uh huh. Did we do Buckingham Palace? I mean, we didn't go in, but we we, did, we walked by it. We walked by it. Um, we went to some stately homes during that trip. Uh huh. So that would I be... I walked by Westminster Abbey. Yeah. So that you'd be one of those three, mm-hmm. one in three. That I mean, I think it. I think at that point I probably saw more Harry Potter things than royal sure. things at sure. the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think so. If you're looking at that, excuse me, as it's like not even ten. I mean, it's like five percent. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. So they've got a twenty percent. Sorry, um, not 20%, it's like a 2,000% ROI. On the yeah, investment. yeah, so they won't get rid of them. Give them more, <laughs> and then we'll get, no, I mean, it wouldn't work like that, right? But um, I thought that was crazy, 30%, say the royal family was a... Um, well, I'd love to know how much coronation brings in. Yeah, and that's why I think, like... Because I know so many people that are just, like, going, just, you know, just see the coronation. So this this fact's quite crazy as well. Um, so the most significant draw for tourists is Buckingham Palace. And so w- when you think about people, oh, you know, reporting like, okay, we're going to the UK because of the royal family. We did the Tower of London. We did Harry Potter. We did we did a bunch of stuff, right? So you can't contribute all our revenue that we brought into the tourist was was based on just the royal family, right? Yeah. But this fact. So the royal family and J.K. Rowling, right? Basically yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, but this fact, yeah, you have to. So half a million of visitors every year to the Buckingham Palace, it generates... And, 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 the, and it's only open in the summer. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they're in Balmoral, right? Yeah. So it generates... How much do you think the Buckingham Palace generates per year? 500. Yeah, not a bad guess. Um, 700 million pounds. That's crazy. And that's not including the Tower of London, Windsor Castle, and uh, the Palace of uh, Holyrood House. So, even with that, that earns ten times what the the royal family's paid. But could could like anti monarchists or anti royalists um, combat combat that and say, well, people would still visit it for like the history aspect, even if there weren't any royals? 
Yeah, but for how long? A generation? People. people, How uh, many people go to... Stonehenge. No, but how many people go to Spain to see their royal palace? Yeah, that's true. Or how many people go to Germany for... I mean, Spain still have a royal family, I think. But you know, how many... They do. Mm Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, they yeah. They do. So okay, I'm saying yeah. that's a bad example. I'm saying uh, like, but who who goes to? I mean, you go see castles if they don't have a royal family. Some people might, but in mind, you, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of the, the the French don't have a royal family. Yeah. So you wouldn't, you know, Versailles is a palace, and you've got that history, but you don't think of yeah going to. It's very. It's the royal family of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. If you say royal family, what's the first thing that comes to mind if you did this a poll? This is very British of you to say, I feel. Or maybe very English of you. Okay. <laughs> if I think royal family, I think British, obviously, because I'm British. Yeah, I mean, it might I'm be where you're from, fin- though. Right? Might, it might be where you're from. Like you're from okay, the if UK, you so that makes sense. Any country, America. If you pulled any country that doesn't have a royal family, so take out the Brits, take out the Danish, the, the Scandinavian mm-hmm. countries. Yeah. Who do you think they would say that they associate with, or not associate with, would be a royal family? If they thought they said, "Oh, you're talking about the royal family. Which royal family? The Danish, the Swedish, the Norwegian? No, I mean the Spanish. Yeah, I mean the ones that are still around. Yeah." British. The thing of the British. So th- that's what I'm saying. Like, but back in the day, well, back. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about tourism. So I, th- I think about like, say, people. Yeah, they'd still come. I I don't know. If, yeah, maybe for a, a while, but not for generations. Yeah. I think it loses its appeal. And yeah, that's true. So g- good question, though. Um, devil's advocate. So I thought that was really cool. So it gets. Um, so just Buckingham Palace alone pays out 10 times more. So if they did it as a business where they had just Buckingham Palace's mm-hmm. revenue, um, and then it, this actually ties in quite well with the, the stuff you said about Kate, and this obviously wasn't planned. So um, but it does, so, so besides that, the royal family also plays a crucial role in promoting British business and exports. Uh, the royals have extensive networks and connection, influential, influential people worldwide. They promote UK companies, products and services. And I think this is, uh, and then the Queen's, oh, what was Queen's Award for Enterprise, for instance, recognises business that have made significant contributions to the UK economy. So I remember that, you know, there's a, um, you get like a little sovereign kind of logo on some of the packaging and stuff. Mm-hmm. It adds oh. a prestige and a kind of a, Credibility to yeah. it, similar to what uh, Kate's doing with this, yeah. is it adds that that credibility. Um, so, anyway, I thought that was that was pretty cool. So that's half of it. Um, okay, interesting, good topic, right? So, I, and and this is where I'm like, over and, and and you know when I've kind of this is an artificial intelligence blog post that we've kind of done. But it says, overall, the economic benefits of the royal family outweigh their costs, making them a valuable asset to the UK. And I completely agree. Being a very... Um, Man. You know, well, just economical mind in terms of how things play out, then, yeah, I think this is really good. Um, okay, so the next one is um, the property. So we'll play... <laughs> this, this is an interesting game. The so residences? The residences. So I'm going to okay. go over... Um, seven 
of their properties. And it's a trivia quiz for you. And I'm going to... Can I write down the names of well, their properties? Well, I'm just going to have you guess how much each one is worth. Oh, okay. I thought so it was like... Okay. I mean, you could do that if you think of the seven. If you want to do that, just see which ones you can think of. I can see, yeah. Let's see if I've got some music that I can play. What, what of these buttons do? Oh, that one doesn't do anything. <laughs> so the, the seven... I mean, there's, they have a lot. So these are like the, the most famous ones. I have six. Okay. What's the last one? Okay, well, uh, I'll give you a clue on the last one. So give me your six that you've got. Buckingham. Uh-huh. Windsor. Mm-hmm. Hollywood House. Holly. Yep. yep. Kensington. Yep. Sandringham. Yep. Balmoral. Yep. There's one more. Yeah, and I can give you a clue on this. Um, I was surprised that you got Hollywood. And you actually, you've seen Hollywood Palace. Do you know that? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I walk by it all the time. <laughs> um, it features quite heavily in um, The Crown and Philip and Elizabeth have a, an argument about it. Ugh. Because they've redecorated it. Oh, Clarence. Yeah. Clarence House. Yeah, well done. Look at me. Yeah, so those... Pat on my back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I definitely wouldn't have brought thought of those. <laughs> um, okay, so this is... I'm trying to think, like, so score yourself on... Um, where you can kind of tick next to each one. On the value of the house. And I'm going to be really... Do I, do I get details? Because I, I think I've like read details and seen pictures of these places. But So we're going to the, the property value, which is some of it's crazy. So um, which house do you want to start with first? So what property? Clarence. Okay, Clarence, let's have a look here. Um, do you want to, Let's do it in dollars. Okay. Um, so this is uh, central, well, I say it's London. So I guess you could say kind of like central London. Um how much... V- are you going to tell me how many rooms are in No, I don't have that now? detail. Okay. But it's, it's, it's a house. Yes. It is a house. Yep. Um, how much do you think Clarence House is worth? And I'm going to give you... Can I have a range? Can I do a yeah, range? Yeah, I'm going to... So to, this will probably be a clue. I'm going to give or take 10 million on either side for you to get it right. Okay. So that, that the fact that it's in the 10... Million, oh, you know okay. what I mean. Gives you a, it's, it's obviously not eight million. It's okay, good. <laughs> okay. How much do you think it is? Fifteen. Twenty-five. <laughs> so it's ninety-five million dollars. What? Oh my gosh! Okay, I need to. Wow, I wasn't close at all. Okay, so okay, um, you've got six more. <laughs> okay. Which one? Which one? <laughs> which one do you want to go for next? Hollywood. Okay. Um, same thing. I'll kind of give take. So for for these, yeah. For Where those, is this one located? Edinburgh. It's the official residence of the monarch in Scotland and used for state occasions and official ceremonies. But it's in Edinburgh. One hundred fifty million. Okay, so it's fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay. I I feel like I should get like 
I don't know. I need more assistance. I need like number of rooms. I mean, no, I don't. I, I don't think rooms is going to be really a factor in this. Okay. It's usually location. Sandringham. Well, where's Sandringham? Um, Sandringham is uh, northeast of London. It's on the. Uh, I think it's the uh, East Anglian coast. Like it's. What? Near Norwich. Near Norwich and Ipswich. 75 million. 98. (sighs) I'll give you that one because it's 72 million pounds. Okay. So Norfolk, yeah, it's for Norfolk. Okay. So uh, one right. This is the private restaurant of the royal family in Norfolk and is also used for shooting parties and other leisure activities. So yeah, I thought that, that was pretty good. So, I mean, these... I think the properties also include, it's not just the house, it's the acreage and the land that comes yeah. with it, right? Yeah. Um, where's the Kensington? Okay. Where's, I mean, where's Kensington? This is a royal um, residence located in London. It's currently home of several members of the royal family, including the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Well, no, they don't live there anymore. Okay, well, this is a Windsor. I mean, I think they still have a property, but they're at Windsor. Um, so this is big money. Where is this? London. Where? So, uh, in London. Let's have a look. But this is this is big money. Okay. What should I guess? Um what? Oh wait, have you seen kind of Past Kensington Palace. What do we have? Um, yeah, we've we've been to Hyde okay. Park, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've um, yeah. You you've 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 been to Kensington Palace. Okay. Um, five hundred. So it's cen- yeah, central central London. Okay, five hundred mil. Five hundred mil. Our survey says eight hundred and eighteen <sighs> million. Oh. These numbers seem ridiculous. I know. But I think it's because it's central how mu- London. How much is the upkeep? That's what I want to know. Um, okay, I guess Windsor. So where's Windsor? Um, west of London by about, I don't know, 25, 30 miles from the M62. 250 so. million. I'll give you that one. $322 million. Okay. It's the largest inhabited castle in the world. Nice. Okay, so I got two right. Balmoral. <coughs> oh, Balmoral's going to be like... Well, actually... Yeah, because it's in the middle of nowhere, right? It's in the Highlands. 500 mil. 211. Oh! How many more do you have left? Cause I only have Buckingham, and I want to say like a billion. Um. <laughs> well, my... my, my uh, Laptop did just shut down. It lost its battery oh, life. Okay. Um, I mean, I, Buckingham. I mean, if Kensington's eight hundred eighteen. Yeah. Uh, a billion. <laughs> I think it was between three and six billion. Yeah, I can look it up. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. That is expensive. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I mean, take take these numbers with a pinch of salt as yeah, well, obviously. because it's like, um, 
we use ChatGPT for some of this stuff, so. Yeah, so something said, so this was May 25th, 2022, Bloomberg, when 1.3 billion pounds, 1.6 billion dollars, that's on Bloomberg, so obviously, I feel like there's probably a range, because there's not going to be an but also, I think it's like you, you're buying history as well, so it's not just the... Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know who would buy Buckingham Palace. I mean, e- oh, imagine if Elon Musk bought it. It would be crazy. People would be so upset. I mean, you can't buy units. Yeah, ob- yeah, yeah, no, I know yeah, what you mean. obviously, but if it came for sale and someone bought it, it would be like Elon Musk. <laughs> I think there was something ridiculous, like there's another three billion in other assets that they have in terms of properties like commercial properties yeah land and stuff so that like when you're looking to get paid 69 million a year if they were ever to sell yeah. or ever came in a pinch there's, there's just a lot of value yeah yeah no that's interesting that was a good topic i enjoyed it mm. good job thank you so um we're out next week Yep, yeah, so we so won't be here next week. We're going to skip a week. Uh, we will still try and be on the, on Instagram and stuff as much as we can. Um, but we're also going to enjoy our vacation. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back with the Barons' stepbrothers, the Irish expert, yeah. and the British... Best-looking man of 20... Oh, I wasn't 12? talking about you. I was talking oh. about your other stepbrother, who's English. As well, but he did. He did a, a history and politics degree as well. Okay, no, they both did. We'll find English out. English political expert. expert. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you like the podcast, uh, please give us five stars. Write a comment. Um, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at dutchandbaron at gmail dot com or DM us on Instagram. Again, you can find us on Dutch and Baron on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and yeah, have a great week. Yeah, I think next week's going to be, or the next episode that we do is going to be a really interesting one because it is going to be a lot that we don't know about on the uh, Irish perspective against the royal family. And we actually do have a mailing address as well. Um, it's Hollywood Palace, Edinburgh, <laughs> ED1, yes. or XU. Yep. And uh, address it to the Duchess and the Baron. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in two weeks.